Coming to theaters January 26th. Left Behind. Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes. I saw it happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us on this uh, busy Monday. Um, Remember at the time of the withdrawal from Afghanistan, I reported at length about the numbers of people that we were leaving behind and kind of the, the every general we've had on the show since then has cited that as part of the utter disaster of uh, how that came to an end uh, and so forth. Well, it didn't come to an end for people that were still stuck there. And my next guest has helped rescue more than 12,000 Americans and allies that had worked with the Americans while they were there. Uh, Chad Rubichaud is his name. He's author of Saving Aziz, who is uh, one of those that he helped rescue. Uh, Chad, welcome. It's good to have you. Uh, thanks so much for having me on and especially for uh, sharing this important, important story. Yeah. Well, what is the situation right now? Bring us up to date. How many uh, Americans or American allies do we feel still may be trapped in Afghanistan? Well, I mean, uh, you know, Afghanistan right now is sort of like North Korea, where it's uh, just a black hole. No one really knows what's happening there unless the Taliban allows us to know outside of, you know, people sending personal messages. But uh, there's 40 million Afghans in Afghanistan, 20 million women that are uh, that are going to be sexually enslaved the rest of their life, being married as young as nine years old, no human rights whatsoever, no health care for women, uh, forbidden by the Taliban. And, uh, and 75,000 of our allies that fought alongside of us for 20 years that were promised, uh, that were promised the process to have a chance to immigrate to the United States based on their service to America contractually uh, have been left behind in addition to their family members who would also apply, uh, qualify for SIV, special immigrant visa processes. Not to mention, uh, we, we know that there are still Americans left behind that can't find a way to safety or a way out. And, uh, and, and, you know, and we could keep going on and on you know, to include our $85 billion in equipment and forfeiting, you know, Bagram Air Force Base, which is the most strategic place in the globe between Iraq, Iran, uh, Russia, and China. And so this, place, this thing was a complete disaster and cost American lives, lives of our allies, and weakened our, our national and global security. Yeah. Well, uh, talk to me about how you were able to get 12,000 people out. How did that work? Yeah, actually, overall, we, we ended up getting 17,000 people out. It started with uh, Aziz, who's my interpreter. Uh, I was in a special operations task force that allowed me to work uh, in a very independent capacity with one interpreter for all eight of my deployments, and his name was Aziz. Uh, but he wasn't just my interpreter. He's my teammate, and ultimately, you know, Aziz became my friend. He saved my life on multiple occasions. Uh, I, I lived in his home. I ate dinner with his family. I, I was there. I held his, his oldest son and daughter when they were born as babies, and, and he held them as babies. And, you know, so he's family to me, and I, I couldn't leave him there as him and his wife and his six kids to be killed by the Taliban for the work that he did for myself and uh, and for Americans. And uh, so I made a decision to put together a small team, special operations veterans. Uh, we ended up assembling a team of 12 of us, and, uh, and we put together this, this effort to go get Aziz's wife and kids, and that sparked a movement to where we made the decision to really be obedient to a burden that we saw God was putting in our heart to help as many people as we could, and Americans, interpreters, their families, women and children. 
and ultimately that led to uh, not just saving Aziz and his family, but 17,000 people. And, you know, I, I captured it all and, and, and journaled yeah, it all the so, whole time and captured it in the book, Saving Aziz. It's all in the new book, Saving Aziz. Um, let me ask you, Chad, the, um, the efforts now, have they all but come to an end? Are, are you still working on active cases that are, you know, people reaching out saying we're, we're trying to get out and we can't? Uh, unfortunately, Kevin, I wish we could, uh, but... The White House and the U.S. State Department has pretty much closed all doors for any NGO to participate in moving out uh, uh, people trapped in Afghanistan. Um, not only uh, is, is, are they blocking uh, you know, the people doing the right thing with the special immigrant visas, but they've even, um, they've even blocked us from moving people to third-party countries. And so, I mean, our, our evacuation efforts were not to bring people to America because I'm not the State Department. We want to right. move people out of Afghanistan. But to move people out of Afghanistan, you have to have a visa for, the, uh, for them to go somewhere or you have to have the humanitarian center to bring them to. And we had, we had worked that deal with Abu Dhabi with the royal family early on in our evacuations. However, the U.S. State Department has pretty much uh, went around the globe and stopped that process for NGOs around the world by saying, you know, do not take uh, these refugees uh, from Afghanistan. And why why, would, why would the administration want to do that for Americans and American allies? Well, I mean, they can't do it for Americans. I mean, uh, they, they have no ability to stop Americans from coming back to America or green card holders. Uh, but they certainly had went out of their way to help Americans. And, uh, and, and additionally, they, uh, they can their uh, diplomatic power to stop other countries from, from bringing people in for, uh, for bringing Afghans in. And they have that. And, uh, to answer your question as to why, I don't know. Uh, it doesn't yeah. make any sense, um, especially for, uh, you know, a, a administration that's, that's, you know, for pro-illegal immigration. 10,000 people a day. Well, that's, that's the, and that's, that's the, that's the final point. You, you've got millions of people coming across the southern border, and they're not jolly well eager to do anything about that. And here you have people that, that our people depended on and our lives were saved by, and they're, they're literally forcing them to stay enslaved. We'll talk about this more at some other time, but I really appreciate you being with us, Chad. It, the book is called Saving Aziz. And uh, just doing great, great work. Appreciate all that you've done with Save Our Allies. Kevin McCullough, coming right back. Don't go away.